If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. And we are trying this again after some technical difficulties, right, Shira? The things nobody sees. Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's going to be fine. Better. We're here. You're here. Yeah, we're all here. And we're excited uh, to be on another episode of the Black Mary and Death Free podcast. Um, Shire, how are you doing this weekend? How was your weekend uh, thus far since it's Sunday? Yeah, it is Sunday. And. Yeah. As I was saying, I was having I'm having a difficult time even remembering what happened <laughs> yesterday. I know, I know, man. Like what did we do? It's um been a blur. But today is Easter. Yes. It has been a good day. Yes. We have a we had a new arrival in yeah, our family. We did. Uh, so do you want to talk Unk. about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother uh uh had a had a little one, had a his first son. So the Murray name will live on, and uh, I'm excited about that. You know, and yeah, I'm excited to be a to be a uncle for the sixth time. It'll be my sixth time. So, okay. but I'm excited, Shire. How you feel to uh, be an auntie? Shire, Shire was born to be an auntie. Like, yes, she has huge auntie energy. So, Shire, Thank how you. do you feel about that? I feel great, but you know, like we have a couple of babies like mm-hmm. in the family, so I. I am looking forward for them to get a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. And I want them to come over to our house. I'm ready to start babysitting. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I'm ready for. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, but aside from that, you know, it's been a great weekend. We got, we hit the gym together, Shire. You know, that was fun. A couple that builds wealth together also builds health together. Oh, my you know goodness. That rhymes, Marcus. Bars, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah. But no, I had a great time uh, going to the gym, Shire, so... How are you feeling the whole gym experience thus far? Well, I did have one relapse, but I'm back yeah. on the wagon. Yeah. I've been very faithful yeah. in going to the gym, you know, but like I said, like I'm really sore. And part of yes. that is because I worked, I had a session with a personal trainer Okay, and I'm really sore. But my thing is like, why do I have these days where I'm really sore and I'm not seeing the result yeah. <laughs> i mean at least not yet yeah they're but coming it's like all this pain they're coming shy you know i meant to mention this and I, we might as well tell our listeners so shy was going to the gym with the personal trainer you know she had a little appointment and so i'm like okay well Shire, i'm not you know maybe i'll wake up early and hit the gym with you maybe i'll go no y'all don't want you to go with me that's gonna be embarrassing i'm like how comfortable are you and this trainer getting with these workouts like oh no how come i can't be there now because that's awkward <laughs> i just think it's awkward uh, i have a male trainer yeah Are you, i don't know I how mean, i feel about that you probably don't care but <laughs> i don't need you spying on me i mean you could come but just yeah i might have to peek through and see make sure everything all good no nah, anyway, i'm just playing it's not that type of deal all right. i you know i actually seen a horror story about a lady that did run off with her personal trainer see and it didn't end well and that that scared mm-hmm. me i don't play that <laughs> let that be a lesson to you <laughs> but uh no we had a good weekend uh now shire let's go because two episodes ago we talked about 
you know, the Oscar slap incident. I mean, we know this is a, a finance podcast, but y'all want to hear a little bit of tea on the front end, right? I mean, come on. So <laughs> we went to actually see Chris Rock live in concert last week. So let's give a little brief synopsis of, of, of you know, that experience. What do you think about that? Um, I am talking very slow. No, I'm just playing. I, okay, the show was good. Yes. Like the jokes were there. The jokes were you there. will laugh. Like if you go, like if he's going to be in your city and you're thinking about going, like yeah. you're going to get a good show. Yeah. However, I think the elephant in the room was the slap. And like, part of me, I mean, look, when he came on stage, like we stood, we cl- like he we got were on pins and needles. Yes. Yes. But you know, he was definitely like welcomed. Like yes. when he came well out, received. everyone was just happy to, to see him because I don't feel that he got a chance to really debrief after yes. the incident. Like he was immediately on the road and he right. has been on the road. Right. And for me, because he didn't talk about it, you know, at first I was wondering like, are you not talking about it because you're not okay and you're yes. not ready to talk about it. But I guess allegedly, you know, he says that, he, he, he wants won't talk about it until he get paid. He won't talk about it until he get paid. I'm thinking, but I paid all these money, all this money for these <laughs> tickets. So what you mean? You're not going right. to talk about it until you get paid. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like he had all the coronavirus material and, and that's kind of old. Uh, cancel culture material. Yeah. 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 But it's like the biggest thing in the news is, is you and the slap. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to talk about that. Like everyone, all the other comedians are. So it just was kind of like a tell that, he hadn't worked through it, like how you said, Shire. So now I'm listening to, to somebody who's trying to make me laugh, but I feel like they're working on things. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like, it was just a huge elephant in that room. It was but, huge. You know, he's still Chris Rock. He's still hilarious. So yes. I think you would get your money's worth if, if you if you pulled up. So Yes, but don't feel bad if you wait until it's on Netflix. Yes. Because I think that he might do a Netflix special again. Yes. I mean, he kind of hinted towards that. that. So hopefully that's what he does. And my thing is like, well, maybe when he does the taping for Netflix, then maybe he'll say something. But if he were to say something now, like there is a possibility that someone would would, be in there recording and it could leak. So when it's, you know, such a... uh, you know, kind of a huge incident. You don't want it to be something that's elite. Like right. you want to stay in control of that. And right. I think he is trying to kind of control yeah. The, yeah. Narrative the narrative or the lack thereof. Yeah. 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 I mean, I saw a meme. It's like Chris Rock's face. And it's like, if hanging, if letting a person hang themselves was a person, right? <laughs> Cause he's letting will just kind of flutter. And, and, you know, if mm-hmm. he were to come out and just be like, I'm, you know, Hey man, it's all good and da da da. Maybe we wouldn't be so hard on Will, you know. Yeah. So I think he's just letting it ride. He's like, I, I think ain't saying he's letting nothing. it ride, and I I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I feel that sometimes we talk too much. <laughs> you know, like we tell everybody everything. We say what we're thinking. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we talk a lot, and we so do. for for him to to be silent yes. is is keeping us all intrigued. Yeah. And yeah. And I don't know what the silence is. He did say that he's okay. He did say that. He did say he that. He said, I'm okay. I'm okay. He's like, I'm okay. And so that's kind of what I needed to hear to be yeah. able to laugh and enjoy any jokes. Right. Because it's like, I know you're a comedian, but I mean, you're a person. You're still human. Right? You're still human. Yeah. You know, but I, I do, I do respect his silence, yeah. even though I want him to talk, but that I want him to talk for me. Not, right. not that it's the best for him. Right. It's just what I want. Right. <laughs> 
exactly. Well, I mean, speaking of talking, shy, we 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 gonna do a little bit of talking today, and and you know, hey, you get on these podcast platforms and you're listening to your favorite uh, financial person, and they're telling you all the stuff that's just going right, all the stuff that they're hitting out the park, and all their wins, and all this and that. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do you hear the day to day, or very rarely do you hear some of the L's, you know, or however you want to, you know, describe it. Well, that's what you got us for, because we're going to tell you what has been going on with us in regards to real estate investing, because we're, we're back on the market. We back, we, yeah. We back on the move. We back on the hunt. So we're going to break this down for you guys. Uh, uh, so shy, let's talk about how this started, right? First of all, we, we're really, where are, where were we? Three weeks ago, when it came to real estate investing, in regards to our our portfolio and our strategy, where, where were we? I think we were we're not doing this again for another year. We Maybe weren't going towards the end of the year. We, were we weren't try to get another one. Yeah, we weren't going to try to purchase anything for you know yeah. another year or towards the end of the year. Just, yeah. just kind of trying to stack, enjoy ourselves. We're going to be. Uh, you know, we're gonna be getting our little, getting a little, little vacation, little vacation in. in you know what I'm saying? Saving and for this vacation for, for the our vacation. anniversary next month. Yeah, it's gonna try to get a little splurge there, and then uh, taxes just hit us over, hit upside, hit us upside the head. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So you know, <laughs> we said, okay, it's already April. Yeah, it's already April. Let's 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 recover, and maybe towards the end of the year, we we go get us another investment property. But uh, you know, but we still look. Though, Shia, that's mm-hmm. our problem. We still look from time to time. So I was doing it's my like window shopping. Window shopping. So I'm looking, and uh, I'm looking uh, in uh, the market where we we invest, and saw something. Ooh, look real nice, y'all. I saw something look real nice. Four bedroom, two bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was going for sixty five thousand, and that mm-hmm. was whoo. That was that was a steal. And so I sent it over to Shira. And like we do often, that's, we we communicate, and it's weird how we communicate, Shy. It's either text message, but when it comes to us sending links to each other, we use Facebook Messenger, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of weird. But so I sent Shy the link, and I'm just thinking Shy is not, you know, she's just gonna say, "Oh, that's nice," because I do this often, right, Shy? Don't I send you links quite often? A lot. So I'm thinking Shy is gonna be like, "Oh, that's nice." Shy is like, "Oh man, do we got enough to get this right now?" And I'm like, uh, <laughs> we can make it enough. Uh, what you have in mind? She's like, well, see what we see what we can qualify for now. You know, on a, using a conventional loan, how yeah. much will we qualify for? And if we qualify for enough and we get pre-approved, yo, let's let's go on and put an offer on this. Let's I'm just like, try. You sure? She's like, yeah. So I went through the process. I took the next hour or so. Uh, applied online for a loan. You know. Uh, so if the home, we knew we wanted to offer full price and uh, f- so 20% of 65,000, I think it was 13,600. So 13,600 would be the 20% down for that. So boom, fill out all the information and prequal. Well, uh, first of all, before we go to being pre-qualified, I was having some issues with the website. So I had to wait the next day to speak to someone because my goal was to get pre-qualified online and immediately text our agent, which we'll get into a little bit later, uh, how much, uh, how dope our agent is. And then I thought, man, we're going to put this offer in tonight, you know, 
but I did. So fast forward to the next morning, I actually spoke to an associate. They got me a pre-qualification letter and we were on the hunt. Well, we had identified a house. You had identified a house. Yeah. So we were on. Yeah. So we were done hunting, I guess. And we put an offer in. Uh, This is why you need a dope agent. Y'all, I'm going to tell you why. And, and and you'll build a relationship as you go and as you scale and buy more. I text my agent. I said, hey, is, do you think this house is still available? Uh, me and Shire, we're working on a pre-qualification letter. Um, we should be qualified here soon, and we want to put an offer. She hit me back. Yeah, it looks like it's still available. This, this, this one's going to be gone quick. So, boom, when we were pre-qualified, I said, okay, we want to put an official offer. Shire, what was our offer? I don't remember. <laughs> Shower so in the dark on this stuff. I'm not in the dark. <laughs> I just don't remember. So we put in a full priced offer and we said we'll pay closing costs uh-huh. because uh, she told us, Tisha Perry, our real estate agent, says that the market has changed since last year, right? So yeah. we have a lot of investors, partly probably our fault, <laughs> in the area and a lot of. Just people buying their first homes and, you know, plus this is the spring and historically the spring is very busy. So she was like, people putting in cash offers, you know, and and full price and stuff like that. So we put in a full price. And what happened, Shire? Did we get the house? No. (laughs) Well, you want me to just, you want me to say more? (laughs) No, we didn't get it. Um, Yeah. So they accepted a cash offer. Yeah. They accepted the cash offer. And this didn't happen one time. No, of course not, Shire. How many times did this happen? I think it was three. Yes. The third one, Shire, let, let me tell you this. The third one I kind of sent you while we were waiting to hear back on the second offer. So the sec- let's, go, let's walk them through the second offer. Okay. That, that one was a three-bed, two-bath. And it was going for, I think the asking price was 57 Mm-hmm. Asking 57 then a few hours later, because I saw it when it just popped up on the market. A few hours later, it was going for fifty-seven nine. I was just like, okay. Mm. So long story short, I text my agent. I said, hey, we want to offer sixty on this one. Yeah. We just give them sixty since hey, you know, it's very uh, competitive. Sixty, and we play closing. And so she's like, okay. She called me back the next morning and said they are looking for cash offers cash only cash only and so she said well if it's conventional is you're still going to get your check at the end of it the only difference is you may wait you know an, an additional 10 to 15 days because you know cash cash moves quickly but when it's all said and done the end buyer is getting cash regardless right? yes but i feel like it's not that simple okay break me down shall i break me down I've, I'm saying that it's not that simple because, you know, if there are little issues with the house. Mm-hmm. If you're getting, you know, a conventional loan, the yes. bank might say, okay, you need to fix A, B, C, and yes. D. Whereas cash is just kind of like, I got money. Yeah, you're, you know, the, you're, you're the one. That decides the, the terms yes. where the bank can dictate to you if you're borrowing money from them that certain things need to be taken care of. That's a great point. That's a great point. So as a seller, you know, naturally you're going to like cash is less hassle. Pretty much yes. how Shire broke that down. So she was like, but put your, the, latest, the, the selling 
listing agent says, go ahead, put your offer in and we're going to, we're going to check it out. Do you not know that 12, they've got 12 offers, 12. I didn't know it was 12, 12 offers. Shire. Oh my goodness. And she said, your offer was good, but we went going with the cash, cash buyers. I was like, man, for the second time, for the second time. I was like, man, now what happened with the third one? So the third one was one I sent you like, Hey, Shy, what do you think about this? Uh, while we were waiting to hear back for our second offer, it was a home going for sixty nine, going for sixty nine nine, and it was a three bedroom, two bath. Now this one was a corner lot, Shy, so it had yeah. a lot of acreage. It had almost like point three two acres, so it was bigger lot, but it was fenced in backyard. You know, yeah. it checked all of our boxes that we look for. So I sent that one in, not even knowing. You know, I was like, well, what about this one? And I saw it when it first came on the market. So I'm like, let's jump in early. So I said, let's offer 70. So Shire, I went back. I didn't even tell you this. So you're getting this new and the, <laughs> the listener. <laughs> what happened? Look at me. I went to the, uh, to our lender and said, Hey, can you, can you increase it to, can you increase us to 70? Increase, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Can you increase us to 70 and get us a new letter? Because when you make an offer, you have to have a, pre-qualification letter for them to take you serious and it has to be for the amount the amount you know yeah. so he said sure send it to me the next morning it was there in my email boom send it to my agent she put the offer in and we waited he it didn't take him much he didn't take him that long he got back to us sorry we accepted the cash offer <laughs> so three, so three cash swings offers. and misses yeah, three cash offers. Yeah. And it's the first time that this has happened to us because I think with the other houses, we it got was them just, all, sure. they were just accepted. Yeah, we got them all. In, in one of these houses, maybe, maybe it was the first one, they didn't want to give us a reply. They wanted to wait until over they, the weekend yeah. to collect offers. Man. And then, um, and then, you know, accept the one that, that they wanted and yeah. so like it's changing it's like changing the market is changing the market is changing the way Let that investors are investing i guess is changing yeah. and so for us it's just like okay we're we need to exercise patience patience um, uh-huh. but it's either going to, I think it's going to be patience, but then at a certain point, the patience will turn into a pivot <laughs> where we're going to have to reassess right. what we need to do what to be to do. more competitive. Yes. If that means pivoting to another area, which I don't really am not a fan of, uh, or, you know, whatever that looks like, because you have to be flexible, you know, to be successful because you, you can't just be like, well, we're, we're, we're done. That's the end of it. You know, no, you have to figure out what you have to do. And Shire, I think you're, you're kind of hinting towards some of that, but let's talk about this. Let me ask you this, Shire. What do, what are some reasons why we think we know it's springtime. We know that people like to buy in the spring and summer months. We also know that, Hey, the fed just, just rose, raised the interest rate. So, mm-hmm. you know, buying should kind of, it, it, they're trying to quell that momentum of just this being a, such a seller's market and people buying up everything, but maybe that hasn't taken effect yet. Like, well, what do you think? Like, why are these houses being gobbled up? Especially like, cause what's unique about it is that was an area where a lot of people didn't go, you know, that price point is like right above a flip to me. Mm-hmm. This is like, 
as high as you can go without having to do a lot of work, which is kind of like a nice groove. But now it's like people didn't caught on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, people have definitely <laughs> caught on, just like you caught on. Yeah. From hearing someone yeah. else's story. Um, and Snacks. there's there's still money to be made, yeah. even with a higher interest rate. It's still profitable mm-hmm. in certain areas to yeah. to uh, get rental properties. Like it's right. still, you know. So um, now, do you think any of this is uh, like we shared on a few podcasts ago? Do you think any of this is the big corporate? Buy, uh, um, buying of single family homes. Do you think any of this is that, or do you, would you think these are more mom and pop investors that are gobbling these up, or do you think these are homeowners that just want to? I'm just I want a house. What do you no, think? No, uh, no. I I don't think that these are first time home buyers. Mm. They're investors. Okay. We have evidence of that. And are they mom and pop, or are they? corporations i i don't know yeah so i think that could be something that we check in with our um real estate agent about yeah but i but i do think it probably is mom and pop because you know some of the houses are older right and i think with older houses they may require more upkeep and i think if it's a big corporation they might be willing to make that investment in the front end and getting something that is newer yeah um and like we talked about on one podcast that some of these larger corporations are like building entire housing divisions from yeah. scratch yeah. and turning them into, you know, rent rental communities. Right. So, so I don't, I can't say for certain that it is corporations, but a lot of people have newfound equity in their mm-hmm. homes. Mm-hmm. Remember? And yes. they could be tapping into that equity to buy a house cash. Mm-hmm. Like we did on our first, like we first did on our rounds. first one. They might be taking out home equity lines yeah. of credit. They could be taking out a home equity loan. Um, they could be pulling from other savings or retirement accounts. Right. They could have their own personal savings. Yeah. And they're using that to buy a house cash. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, th- this is great, great conversation, and I'm glad we're having this live because I just love, I love the conversations me and you have, and it, you know, the more we do the podcasting, it doesn't feel like we're really. I mean, yeah, we're holding microphones, but it kind of doesn't feel like that. So let me ask you this: You mentioned pivots and stuff like that. What are some things like? Let's say if the market stays like this, what are some things we can do, or someone in a similar situation can do? To like be more competitive, is it saving up to buy homes cash, or is it maybe getting a like a home equity line on you know one of your properties that you that has high equity and then going cash buying? Like, what do you think, uh, or do you just, or is it just patience? Is it just my time's gonna come? I ain't, you know I missed those three. Cool, I'm gonna just keep keep checking. Yeah, what do you I. Think? I think that's a great question. I think right now I'm definitely riding that patience wave and I feel like, okay, there's a house for us and we're just gonna, we're gonna hold out a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, worst case we could dip into equity on our first window property, which Mm -hmm. is completely paid off. Yeah. But the thing about that. Is that if you, you know, if we were to mortgage that home Mm -hmm. or take out a line of credit so that we could purchase a house cash, 
Um, now you got to pay that back. Yeah, now you're paying back. You know, so I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I lean towards, like, I'm a security seeker. Very much so. And that comes out in real estate yeah. and, and the way that we approach real estate to where I don't want to be over leveraged. Right. I felt that having at least that one house paid off helped us so much during yeah. the pandemic. Like we weren't really stressing if no. someone didn't pay their rent because we had a fully paid off rental that could cover it could cover all of the mortgages. It could cover literally all the mortgages. If if we needed it to, yeah. you know, and it's a nice house, like a really nice house. And so, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the pivot would look like. I don't know if it would look like taking equity from another home. Right. I, You know, I mean, for me, a paid off house just has all this money sitting in it mm-hmm. and it's not moving. And yeah. so I would consider it, but it's definitely not. Um, on the top of my list. Yes, yes. I feel like for your taste, that's that's a very aggressive play. Now, there's probably some investors in there listening to us like, man, what y'all talking about? I would have been did that. I would have did that. And I would have bought, you know, th- th- you know, there's people who are, who see the, see our portfolio and it's like, man, you could do this, 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 and this. But like you said, for us, man, there's a level of peace that we have the way things are now. <laughs> And it's like, even though we're looking for a house, we weren't even supposed to technically be looking. No, I have a spreadsheet. Look at me. I have a spreadsheet and I have a timeline. <laughs> yeah, that we're very comfortable with, that, we, that we've that we agreed on. And Well, I'm comfortable with it. I don't think you are. I mean, I've I learned. I think you're I've the risk taker. To, yeah. I mean, you you put everything on black if you could. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've learned to, you know, to get with it. And I, I'm, now I'm at peace with it. And I like the, I like our, I like our strategy, our plan too. Uh, but yeah, you know. You're right. Being patient is a good move right for now. I, I, I honestly think that. And I think something will happen. I like to look at it as like, if you didn't get that house, man, for all you know, it could have been some big problem down the road that you, the God just, just blessed you to not have to deal with. You know what I mean? Or there's something better. There's something better. better return. I mean, I don't, have, who knows? I don't want the house to be bad for the person who did yeah. buy it. That's just. <laughs> That's church speak right there, right? <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean? This is like, well, maybe there's another blessing, you know, an additional blessing. Yes. Down the road, I, so. I like that perspective. Yeah. You know, there's something for you. Yes. And it's, it's for you. Yep. It's for no one else. Yep. So even if you have to be disappointed a few times, like it's okay. Yeah. You're going to get there. Yep. You're going to get there. You have to just, and to me, it reminds me to just be, just be patient. Just be patient, man. I listen to, Grant Cardone and some of these other gurus. I don't. And, well, you hear their stuff, you know, and you're just like, dang, he got a, a 365 doors. You know what I mean? Yeah. How so and so got uh, 1,100 doors in two years? Like what? Yeah. I can't even make that. Like the math don't math on how somebody did it. No, no. <laughs> I, I'll tell you my philosophy, not on Grant Cardone, but on some of these people, I feel like they be counting all the doors in the house. They be counting bedroom doors, closet, closet doors, doors, pantry doors, refrigerator doors, refrigerator doors and then, then they, you know, then they come up with all these doors. Yeah, because like how... Double doors, right. French doors, the screen door. Cause how did they come up with the term doors? Like, I got all these doors. It's like a, it's like mm. selling somebody something and having your finger, you know, crossed behind your back. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's kind of doors. Like who came up with that? That's kind of yeah. They might be counting every door, right? 
But uh um, I think that's what some people are doing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you it have just, to run your own race. You gotta run your own race. You gotta run your own race. You gotta be common. And I'm gonna tell you this, Shire. I think that's why it's beautiful to do it with someone. Mm-hmm. Because in your moments of anxiety and uh you know, you 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 feel unfulfilled or you like, man, I'm not doing what someone you always got that other person say, yo, 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 chill, chill. Look, 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 look at where we are. Look at what we have done. Look at what the remember what the plan was that we set for, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of just like, all right, cool. You know, I, I needed that. I needed that. You know, you know, we talk each other off cliffs all the time. I mean, you talk me off more cliffs, of course, but we always, man, we need to be doing this, man. I, calm down. It's all like good. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. Let's just, you know. You know. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, man. So I'm, I'm cool. I'm at peace with it. We're going to keep looking. But we wanted to share that with y'all because, you know, we shared, we shared y'all a lot of wins on right? this podcast. But, you know, hey, there's ups and downs. But uh, as long as you get to your destination, hey, don't matter how you get there. So any any other thoughts on the chair? Any? No, I think that's the story. Yeah, that's the story, that's the story. and hopefully we'll have an update. Yeah, soon or it, or it could be later. Right? You no, know, we just don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We're gonna keep y'all posted, though. You know that. So we appreciate you being on with us. If, if you've listened to the podcast up to this point, congratulations. I mean, now reward yourself by giving us a five star review and uh, letting us know how much you enjoyed the podcast, man. Cause it's just going to, it's going to help you more than it will us, but uh, we really appreciate it, man. We, we thank you guys for checking us out. And so that's all we got for this episode. Marcus, what happens if they give us a five star review? Oh, well, sure. I'm so glad you said that. Thank you. If you do give us a five star review, you will win a, <laughs> free uh link that has our uh, master class which is outlining how we got ourselves out of over six figures of debt and are now building wealth this master class is called get out of debt and start building wealth you will get the link absolutely no charge all you have to do is leave us a five-star review and then come on over to our email black free at gmail.com and remind us that hey it was me i was one of the ones that left a review and we'll respond with the link so thank you so much for checking out this episode of the black mary and Deffy podcast this is marcus and i'm here with my lovely wife shira and we're gonna holler at y'all on the next one peace bye